Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I'm Chrissy's VJ. We're live from the TireRack.com studios, as you just heard. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. We got Keith Pompey, 76ers columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer, so it would be great to talk to him. And speaking of, he'll be at the bottom of the hour. Speaking of the Sixers, let's go there. You know it was coming. James Harden yesterday opts into the last year, $35.6 million left on his contract and has requested a trade from the (laughs) Philadelphia 76ers. A lot of people saying he'll go to the Clippers, but nothing's done yet. VJ, what are your thoughts on this uh, Harden situation in Philadelphia? I don't want to sound harsh, but I'm going to sound harsh. 
I could care less what Harden does at this point because this is just who James Harden is at this point. He'll, James Harden's going to give us some exciting regular season games, Chris. James Harden's going to give us some triple doubles, give us some astronomical numbers. But at the end of the day, when you roll in the dice and all the chips is pushed in and all the money is on the table in the playoffs, James Harden is just going to flop. He's not going to take your team to the next level. He's had ample time and ample opportunity to do so. Now, I do wish he does get traded out of Philly because I think Embiid should be held a little more accountable than I think he has been held as far as not being able to get over the second round and get deep into the playoffs and get to a finals or get to an Eastern Conference finals at least. So at at this point, it's like either move him or he's going to stay there. Now, I was really surprised when Medina said 30 minutes ago that, no, there's there's a a possibility he could stay there because when the story first broke, I was like, okay, he's gone. He's out of there. But I thought he liked Nick Nurse. I thought he was one of the reasons why Dot had gotten fired from different reports and stuff. So at this point, CB, real tall, man, it it don't matter to me, dude. I'm so sick of hearing about James Harden stuff. And what was this? His fifth trade request in like the last, what, four? years well, of his third, career yeah third, you know um, it's it's just kind of that's three more than most players yeah. most stars and and i don't know i can't remember anybody that's had this many uh, and, and I, I think, I, real I quick i thought the fat suit was funny i thought the fat suit was funny in houston the little belly thing he wore that wasn't his body <laughs> that was a fat suit i'm in hollywood i do acting i know a fat suit when i see one i thought it was comical but it did kind of show ah there's there's like a little immaturity too with this guy because just show up there or just say you hurt you don't want to play don't show with a fat suit on bro that just that just kind of it was funny but it rubbed me wrong a little bit I, I I ripped him yesterday on this show. I heard. Um, yeah, I caught him. A it's run. all over Twitter. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Instagram, Instagram too. You know FoxSports.com. They don't play. Right. I um, but as more information has come out, mm-hmm. I'm going to amend it a little bit. Ooh. Now, now the brother still has running tendencies. Okay, there's no question. You called about him a runner. That. All right, but. When you know that, like, there was a situation, this situation, what happened to Harden is that Houston pulled out of their, they had, they lost interest in it, mm. which I think we, we both, I think, talked about it. They never should have had interest in him in the first place. It didn't make sense at all. To bring him back, right? But they, once it was clear to Harden that Houston was not going to make him an offer. And then you look at the other teams on the market. They all were bad teams. The teams with money. They were bad teams that, you know, are young. And they really don't have any need for James Harden. So he said, okay, they are Houston's not going to make me an offer. If I opt out of my deal, the Sixers might lowball me. Because, remember, he took, last year he took, he could have got $47 million. Mm-hmm. He took $33 million so they could go ahead and sign P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. So he did them a solid, obviously thinking they're going to take care of me in the future. Yep. Well, when, what, what Philadelphia did last year was they tampered with P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. And the NBA came down on them and took two second-round draft picks from them. So this year, Daryl Morey, with the NBA watching – played by the rules and said, James, we can't talk to you until Friday. Now, of course, look, I've been, I covered this, this stuff for years. 
The teams are talking all the time, all, early, all of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But Houston or uh, Philly was one of the few they came down on last year. And so Daryl Morey's like, you know what? This year we're going to play by the rules. If we go, you know, break the rules two years in a row, heck, they might take a first-round pick next time. You know, and so Harden was like, what? So y'all not going to tell me what you're going to offer me. So now you start thinking, well, what are they going to offer me? Daryl's supposed to be my man from Houston. And now he's not going to give me to tell me what's going on? Mm-hmm. So now you James Harden starts thinking, okay, I got $35 million guaranteed. If I opt out and nobody in free agency offers me a big deal, then now I, I could be in trouble, you right? Lost money. Yeah, Philly could, who knows what they could offer me, but it could be low. And then, because, and then he'd have to go, if somebody did offer him a, a contract, it'd be a bad team. So the only way for him to get to a good team was to opt in. And if he's traded to the Clippers, because the Clippers don't have money to sign him, so that, but they could trade for him. Uh, and so I, I get the business aspect. Now, my issue with Harden, though, is that you didn't have to go nuclear. I get it. You're bothered. You're, you, you're upset with Philadelphia because you're like, look, I did y'all a solid last year. And now you're not you gonna treat me like this? So I get that, but he didn't have to go nuclear with not only am I opting in, but I want to trade. Mm. Right? You could have you could have opted in and then you know, maybe play with Philly next year, which he might end up doing anyway, or quietly seeing if there's a deal out there. Because here's the deal, VJ. He can't get an extension. So let's say he did get traded to the Clippers tomorrow. It's not like they can sign him to a long-term extension. He's going to be a free agent next year. Next summer, absolutely, yep. And so you're going to be in the same position. What if you go to the Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi, or one of them or both of them is hurt as usual, and your team goes out in the first round, it's a disappointing season, and then the Clippers are aren't sure they want to resign you or Paul George and Kawhi opt out and and now you're there without them. I mean, you're in the same position you in in Philly. I'm saying maybe you stay in Philly. You've got the MVP. When I'm if I'm a star point guard, guess what I want? A great big man. Yeah. You got that. And you've got pieces around you, Maxi, Tobias Harris, other good pieces. So, I do think he didn't have to go nuclear and be like, I'm out of here because as you heard Mark Medina <laughs> say, Medina's right in that Daryl Morey has shown, remember when Ben Simmons wanted to trade, it took months. Morey would not be rushed. And so if Daryl Morey's like, you know what? I'm not settling for Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, and Norman Powell. I was about to say, you only have Norman to name Powell. nobody after them two dudes. You know, I mean, Powell's good. They're, they're yeah. good players, but if I, I'm not settling for that. I'm, if, if you want James Harden, I'm getting Paul George. If he does that, then and no other deal materializes, then yes, James Harden is there for the start of the season. And here's the deal, VJ. If Harden's like, oh, re- okay, I'm a lollygag like I did in Houston. I'm not going to play hard. Or I'm going to sit out with an injury. What kind of contracts is he going to get the next year? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. anybody. So... 
it's possible. Like, that's my point. He didn't have to go nuclear. He could have just left his options open. And, you know, maybe you do play in Philly next year. Um, so that's my issue with Harden. Um, but that's what he does, though, Chris. He goes nuclear. This is the same yeah. man that put a fat suit on. That's nuclear. Like, I'm going to show up and make it look like I'm out of shape. And I'm going to huff it. But remember when he was, like, breathing heavy and breathing hard and bending over with his hands on his knees? Like I said, it was – you know, I'm a comedian, man, so I find humor in everything. I thought it was comical. Like, look at this fool out here. He's out here actually acting like he's out of shape. After posting videos of running the Santa Monica stairs with Carmelo Anthony in the offseason, you all of a sudden, you out of shape now, bro? Come on, man. You ain't been to that many strip clubs. I know you like them, and I know you got a jersey retired in one one of them but you ain't you ain't in them that much where you're not working out and, and not in shape but it, it, in the clipper deal oh my god chris that would be ugly that won't work at all so it, you wouldn't like see i actually would like oh that god deal. yeah no no the clippers why wouldn't you like it they, the clippers need to blow that up that's over no, no yes no, yeah they do no, no it's no. they can't listen, here's the deal i like the clippers Kawhi. were irrelevant for i don't know 20 years I, all right at least at least now they're relevant and and i get it it's unlikely that they're healthy. But if they are, you you know, then they're going to be tough. And I think Harden, Harden, now he all this talk about basketball freedom, forget that. He ain't going there playing like he did in Houston. At all. But if he goes to, if he went to the Clippers and they were healthy and Harden just played the point guard and averaged 20 and 10, they could be nice, man. I would stay, listen, at the end of the day, I like I said, Medina swayed me. I'm sitting here thinking now, like you know what, Hart is not going anywhere. Well, it's not guaranteed. Look, they yeah. are. I think they are legitimately going to look for a deal, but it's but Daryl Morey's not going to do a deal that's not a good one. Yeah, because teams know he wants out. You know how it goes. Once once you cross a certain line, your value drops because teams are just like, look, we'll just wait until they get tired of him, or like you said, he lollygags or shows up. He's got an injury and not play hard. Then at that point. I can offer a bag of Doritos in a juice box and you're going to have to trade him because you've, you've seen him on the court. You're in your season. You got to get him out of that locker room. You got to get him out of that uniform and out of the city. So you'll take now the deals aren't as good as they were in July when you might be looking in like November or December if he shows up in, in lollygags as some people think he might do. But the best place for him, though, when you really look around the league, is going to be where he is. You don't want him in Houston with that young core there. And, no, that, and, that, and, and, and Yudoku's trying to. Yeah, Yudoku's got this young squad now. Look, Jalen Green went on uh, the podcast with. Um, with Paul George, and it was like Paul George was almost telling him, "Yeah, you 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 don't well, you don't want James because it could stunt your growth. You can learn from him, but it could kind of stunt your growth, and you've already right. gone through that. I mean, that would just. But be I a, think that. But I think, don't you agree that that is just in that context? Like, I don't think Paul George was feel that way about playing with Harden himself. No, but I think you, Harden you know, but is... But young boys, you don't want him around young boys because they need to shine. But I also think Harden might be a little sensitive to that, being that his name was bought up, it was talked about. You know well, how he it is. wants you, to go to the Clippers. Yeah. Huh, and and just, Paul man. George and Kawhi have been like, we good with that. And give up, but what are you, but what are you giving up? Well, you, what people are talking about is... Is Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann, and Norman Powell? No way. And, and draft no picks. way. Now, and, the, see the here's team with the thing: Embiid and Tobias, and you think you're going to get far in the playoffs with that? Well, I, I think if they did that, because remember they got Tyrese Maxey, 
who now steps into that second role. He averaged 20 last year. Yeah. So now he steps into that second role. So I think he plays well. You still have Tobias. Okay, so you – and then you've got – Norman Powell is great off the second bench, won a championship first. with Nick Nurse. Well, that's all they are now. I, exactly. So then – So they could be at, at the very least, they're not getting worse. But you want to get better. And you're though. not paying – yeah, but if you can. Yeah. But you might not be able to with mm. the Harden trade because – it's not like people. You what are you getting for Harden? That that's why I think Houston's probably the best place for him. You just well, no, make yourself not going more. To Houston, I mean, not Houston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Philly, 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 Philly is the best oh. place for him. And like you just but said you yourself, you know you're not winning it there with him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you it, know what I'm saying? Like it's a tough one. It's a tough situation. If he's, be, if he's gonna give off bad vibes, even if he plays hard because he knows I'm auditioning for my next contract. Even if he gives it his all and is on the court, he can still sulk and mope in the locker room. You know true, what I'm saying? True. Bring and that would sour and beat. That makes it for a bad experience for everybody. And so if you if I can be just as good without you and you're gonna be sulking and moping and all that, then maybe I'd make that trade and move on. If they do, I tell you this, and Mr. and Joel Embiid, you are on the clock, sir. If they were to move him. For those players you're talking about, now all the pressure of that franchise really literally shifts to Joel and B. Because now well, we, we you know what? That's I'm glad you brought up Joel and B. We're gonna okay. get into that next. It's Chris and VJ, the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s 
to its enduring impact today. Gangsta Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that Gangsta Rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangsta Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. VJ Husky in for Rob Parker. And we were talking about Joel Embiid, mostly about James Harden, you know, wanting out, out of Philly. Uh-huh. And now a lot of people are wondering, well, could Embiid be next? Yeah. Looking at, you know, the fact that they haven't been able to put together a championship team or anything close, could he ask for a trade himself in a year or so? And here's what I say to that, VJ. He better not. Because part of the reason they haven't gotten over the hump or at least passed the second round is him. It's him. Now, I get it. Harden did not hold up his end of the bargain. Ben Simmons did not hold up his end of the bargain. But neither has Embiid. His scoring, his rebounding, both go down in the playoffs. Yep. He shot 50% from the field for his career in the regular season, 46% in the playoffs. That's bad for a 7-foot, 300-pound dude, 46%. His three-point shooting goes down in the playoffs. And what did he do in Game 7 against Boston when they gave up a 3-2 lead? 15 points, 5 of 18 shooting, 8 rebounds. And got scraped. Yeah, I mean, like, so I just feel like, and I get he's not the only one to blame. Don't get me wrong. But he hasn't delivered either. And on top of that, he's hurt a quarter of the playoff games or something like that. Something close. Yep. He's hurt too often. So I just feel like I get it that they've made some bad moves, some mistakes and things like that. But I think he should look in the mirror and understand I'm a big part of this problem. And they stuck with me when I didn't play the first two and a half years of my career. I'm with and you. so I, I just, if he did request a trade, I just would be like, man, dude, you talk about a lack of self-awareness. Yeah. And that's going around in the NBA. So, I mean, you know, but I'm just saying that would be a lack of self-awareness. Yeah, that's today's league too, man. Also, I'll add in a minus 28, 5 of 18, 27% from the field in that, in that, in that, uh, that that uh, you know what kicking that Boston game laid yep. yeah that game that uh, he laid on them and you can't do that in the game seven in the game seven even if you lose you right, if, if go you out go out yeah go out swinging man go out gunning go out like put your Kobe hat on you know bump it go out gunning man don't go out five of eighteen like you're and when you go back and you remember watching that game just too many times catching the ball at the free throw line and let, let me first say this about Embiid I don't think I've ever had a chance to share this with you. I bang on Embiid probably more than most people do. A lot of people love Embiid, and I can understand why people do. I don't, though. I have a problem with my big man 
on the ground as much as he is, number one. He falls more than the autumn leaves back east in September and October, okay? <laughs> the guy's always on the ground, and he is. he is your most emotional guy. I need my best player to be my toughest mentally guy, not my most emotional guy. Because that guy's not always going to be there for you. But that mentally tough guy, I know he's going to be there night in and night out. And you don't get that from Embiid. The numbers look great on paper, Chris. I get it. But in my opinion, when you look at Embiid's numbers, let's just look at last year. 33. Chris, I thought that should have been 36 or 37. If you get your butt on the block, stop shooting so many threes, you catch the ball out at like the free throw line and higher more times than not in the game. And yes, you can put it down on a scrub you playing that night, two dribbles, two steps, boom, to the bucket, dunk. Or to the bucket, you know, layup, touch off the glass. But when it comes down to them clutch games where you're playing the same team in the playoffs for the last week, they know your moves. They know what you're going to do. You don't have that move there. And lastly, I'll say this. I question this bag as far as his go-to move. When I look at Embiid, I go, okay, what's his go-to bucket move that he can get at any time on anybody in any game in any situation? And I struggle to find it. because Mid-range J. The, 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 ex, Mid-range J. He's a great He's a and I hear a seven footers go to no, mid range J. All right, it is, and I'm not saying I it's agree not. With you a lot, and I've been saying it for years that I want to see him play down low more. Yeah, bang. but the dude is a great mid range shooter. That Chris, he but, is a phenomenal mid range shooter. Now, I've I've been saying this. He has to learn, and this some of this is on the coach, Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. and Brett Brown before him. They got to teach Embiid, and he needs to. He should want it himself. He shouldn't have to be taught, but if he's not doing it, they need to teach him. You watch Jokic. As much as Jokic plays at the free throw line, as much as he plays on the perimeter, when the situation calls for it, when he gets a mismatch, what does he do? Back you down. Mm -hmm. Back you down. That's all I want from Embiid. I get it. You are a great mid-range shooter. You like facing up, and you're good at that. But you need to add the back-down post-up game to your arsenal. Yep. Period. I mean, I'm, I've been saying this for years. Half the time, three-quarters of the time, he plays like he's 6'5". Exactly. And so I'm with you on – I mean, he's still a great player. But – he could be much better. And we're not talking about getting just being great. We're talking about you winning championships now. Yeah. And he is about to start getting criticized because it happened to Giannis. It happened to Jokic. Now it happened to LeBron. Yep. Now you got that MVP. What's next? It better be a championship. Seven years in the league, Chris. And, 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 and listen, I'm not saying he's not a great player. I think Embiid is a great player. But I don't love him as much as everybody else does because, as you said, a seven-footer, when you tell me, well, he's a, his go-to move is a mid-range jumper. For a seven-footer, that should but, not be your go-to is. move. Right. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. A podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Our next guest has been busy these last few days, 76ers columnist for the Philly Inquirer, friend of the show, Keith Pompey. Keith, what's up, man? What's, what's up? Hey, man. We good, bro. We got VJ Husky in for Rob Parker. Let's get right to it. Um, It seems like as more information has come out, I, I look, I, I, I don't like James Harden making a third trade request. But it seems like Philly, like he and Daryl Morey were at odds at some or something. And he had a reason to opt into that deal because the free eight, you know, he wasn't sure what the Sixers were going to give him. Is that fair? I mean, do you see his side of the story? Yeah, I see his side of the story. But I, I don't know if, like, okay, it's easy to say that him and Daryl Morey were eyes. I think that it was more so the ownership looked at this situation and didn't really want to be, you know, be set up or, or be set back by, by acquiring him. You know, because, you know, you look at Daryl. Daryl does have a great relationship with James, right? Or he had a great relationship with James. <laughs> and and But, but I, I think that, you know, he wanted to get his guy paid. But when you look at the ownership and you see, like, two consecutive playoff endings where James was lackluster – and closeout game, it's kind of like you can't move forward with that. And and you look at the money that he wanted to get, that's going to set you back. So that's how I look at it. Now, again, yeah, like you said, it's a third team that he's asking to be uh, traded traded from. But, but I look at it where 
you know, James is looking at it. Well, if I if I don't take this, if I, if I opt out, then you know I could be he could be in trouble, right? In right. big trouble, yeah, yeah. Do you have any quickly? Do you have any idea what they were going to offer him or wanted to offer him? I mean, you hear. I mean, you, you, you're hearing stuff different, right? So it, it's kind of like so the stuff I'm telling you isn't really confirmed, but but I'm hearing it was lower than what you know what that thirty five six was. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, in like, you know, it was in the 30s, but it was lower than that. So, you know, when you when you factor that in, it is right to you say to yourself, well, I might as well go on now. But then again, you hear other stories that, well, you know, they didn't really talk to him about that. Right. I mean, I think, I think everybody talks about things like that. They just always say they don't. But, you know what I mean? Because if they didn't talk, then he probably would have. You know, he, we all know he spoke to him probably last year about this upcoming season. So right. he would have been with opt in. Keith Pompe, what's going on? VJ Vernon Husky here. Great to be talking to you, sir, about these Philadelphia 76ers. Listen, we've we've talked in B. We've talked Harden. But the guy that I'm 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 kinda I wanna know what what's going through his head right now is Nick Nurse. You you get this head coaching job coming from Toronto and he's supposed to have, have the system that Harden can flourish in, but do you have all this stuff going on around him? Give us a sense of what Nick Nurse may be thinking or how he may be feeling about that. I know the man wants to coach, but it, you know he's walking into kind of a mini tornado here. Not if not. I mean, I, I yeah, it is. I mean, but but at the same time, I, I feel like now let's just say if they would have traded Tobias Harris for you know a can of beans, right? Yeah, <laughs> a crumble cookie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you see James go. I think Nick Nick is like more so like, oh, we got a problem here, right? But I, but I think that you know if you look at the Sixers, you know they feel like you know here's the thing with James. You look at James Hart, and and you know you can say this about him: you can't win a championship with him. But if he walks out the door and you get nothing for him, then you basically might not even make it to the second round. So. If I'm Nick Nurse, I'm looking at it like, you know what, we have him right now. If we could trade him, hopefully we could get some complimentary pieces to where we can have them around Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. You know what I mean? If not, if we can't trade him, we're going to keep him, and I don't think that's going to happen. Like if they, I, I think they are going to trade him. We'll keep him for the end of the season, and guess what? We, they felt like they were a quarter away from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I got confidence in my coaching. But I do expect them to trade them for some pieces that, that go, you know, to pair up with Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and Joel. Well, you know, do you? There's talk obviously about the Clippers um, and a Norman Powell, a Terrence Mann, a Marcus Morris. None of the stars coming back. Daryl Morey, we know he drives a hard bargain, and we saw how long he waited before trading Ben Simmons. Could you see him trading Harden without getting an all-star in return? And if not, and you, as you said, if they start the season with Harden, do you think Harden would play and play his best? Um, You know, that's the question. So that's why I think they're going to have to trade him because, because the deal, here's the deal, like, I think that Harden will play, right? I do think that he will play. Um, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because the, the word is out there. Like, you know, he, right. he looked like he was, like, 
the heavyweight Harden when he came back to Houston. You know, okay, and then right. all of a sudden some people were saying his hamstring wasn't as bad as he said it was when he left Brooklyn, right? And then you saw how he quit on the Sixers and, and you know, right here. Harden right. wants to get so if he comes out and he doesn't play hard, that could be it for him as the Harden that we know. You know what I mean? Like, right. it could be. That. I think that he will play. But the, the thing is, you know, so, it, but 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 my thing is, I think that Daryl Morey got to be careful because now he's on the clock. You know what I mean? So Ownership if, looking at him. Yeah, you're looking at him. Like, if, if you make the wrong trade and you get some dudes back, like you trade too soon, just to get them out of here, and if y'all struggle, then who they they like? Look, man, we done got rid of James. We done fired Doc. Like, right. we ain't get right. rid of the West, you know. So it's going to be on Daryl. Quickly before you go, and we got about uh, a, a minute or two. MB, there's some people saying, "Oh, wow, MB is looking at Philly and the way they've built around him or failed to, and maybe he'll be the next one to one out in a year or so." Do you see that happening, or you think Embiid is ride or die with the Sixers? I could see that. I mean, because, you know, we're saying ride or die with the Sixers, but let's be real. Like, Embiid's in competition with Nikola Jokic and the Greek Freak. Both of those guys won two MVPs and NBA titles. Right now, you know, you can look at Embiid as like, yeah, you're a great player, but you're not on their level until you win a title. And he's looking at how these teams had continuity and how every two years he's getting a new co-star. So, yeah, I could see Embiid honestly wanting out of here. Mm. All right. That's our man Keith Pompey. Great stuff, man. Uh, we Good luck this weekend. We know you're going to be busy, man. Do your thing. All right. Thanks. Yep. All right. More Eye Couple coming your way. Chris Broussard, VJ Husky. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the I Couple. Chris Broussard, Vernon VJ Husky, live from the TireRack.com studios. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and these sensational Irish Spring suds. That's just the reset you need. To own the day, Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Let me ask you this, VJ. Yes, sir. Um, if you, so you feel like if you could make the decision, you would say James Harden back to the Sixers, right? Yes. Let me ask you about this trade. I do like him with the Clippers. Hmm. I, I actually like that. Um. I think that'd be a heck of a big three again, if healthy, and you still got Zubach at the center, who I like. And I mean, they'd be tough if they were healthy. If they resign Russ, you got a guy coming off the bench like Russ. That would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know that I would want to bring back Russ if I sign Harden. Just because it's not that they wouldn't get along or anything like that, but I just think Russ excelled with the Clippers because he started. And, you know, he he was able to have the ball in his hands, especially once, you know, the guys got the other stars got hurt. Um, and I, I just think it would he would feel I think he'd feel like he was back with the Lakers. <laughs> and I think he'd be professional and play well, but I just don't know how I mean, I, I hear you because I'm not I, I could be wrong, but I just feel like he needs to be somewhere starting. 
we can also take uh, coming across the screen. I see here. I guess it's breaking news. We can take the Rockets definitely off the board for James Harden. They just signed Fred Van Vliet, Vliet. Good move, forty-one man. million a year. So yep. there's their wow. point. There's the oh yeah, I know right. Well, 40. we knew Harden wasn't going. There. Uh, yeah, that's, I know. That's how this whole thing started. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That we can shut. We can just really shut all of that. Down and I, I love that move, man. Especially for the coach they have, the young players they have. But yeah, forty-one million a year at the point guard position for the Houston Rockets, Mister Van Fleet, a fellow vanilla well, light skin brother. He he basically got the same amount of money as Kyrie. I mean, oh, what yeah, were the years? Right. I mean, the, three, yeah, three, he got three-year one thirty. Yeah, so three, he actually yeah, got three, more. Yep. Yeah, he a, got more. A little fraction Kyrie. more. A little fraction. Kyrie more. got three years one twenty-six. Yeah. Yep. So think about that. That shows you though. Because obviously Kyrie's a better player. But that shows you, even in a deal that a lot of people will question just because of the years, how much Kyrie's value went down. Mm. But to your point, I love it for the Rockets. James Harden never made sense for them. Kyrie didn't make sense for them. Van Vliet makes sense for them. Because they want the young guys to get the opportunity to shine, right? If they can't shine, then okay, now we know what they are. They're not what we thought they were. They're not building blocks for this franchise, right? But you had a Jalen Green has to be the number one option. Let's see what Jabari Smith can do. Let's see what Shingoon can do. And they got, you know, then they just drafted Amin Thompson and uh uh Cam Whitmore. Like, and if Fred Van Vliet is professional, he's oh, yeah. a good leader. Oh, yeah. He works hard on both sides of the floor. He will set the right example for those youngsters. He'll Ime Udoka, he'll have his coach on the floor. And while he'll get his 18 and 7 or whatever he ends up averaging, he won't get in the way of the other guys getting there. Harden would do that. Kyrie would do that. Yep. And so I think this is perfect. No, it's a perfect move for them, man. It's a very smart move for a franchise that's looking to rebuild, coming off having a number two pick a few years ago. Uh, Kay Cunningham goes to my beloved Detroit Pistons, and then they take Jalen Green from the G League Ignite. I think it's worse where he came from. So I like the deal for them too, man. And also, too, just throw this out there too, the Lakers, they they lock up uh, Rue, three years, $51 million. So yeah. Palenka's yeah. sticking with what he said. Palenka, there's a billboard. He took a billboard out here in L.A. and said, we're not about to be this cap space team. And and we're not listening to we're not listening to players' demands. We're gonna we're gonna run it back. We feel like we can add some pieces, and we're gonna run it back. They bring in. You they, like that? Yes. Oh, uh, dude, I fell. Listen, I fell in love with this guy in the playoffs. I fell in love with Rudy in the playoffs because I thought he underachieved in Washington, right. and I loved him coming out of Gonzaga. When he decided to leave Gonzaga early, he I said, okay. He was a lottery pick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But when he left Gonzaga, I said, okay, I like this guy. I watch a ton of college hoops. And I thought he kind of underachieved there. But when he got to L.A., he just just every game, especially in the playoffs, you just look. But he had a 28-point game against Memphis. And then the Memphis players start talking. And I forget what player it was. I think it was uh the buff kid. I always forget his name. The one with the big biceps. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. said, yeah, I would love to see him do it again. Well, he didn't do it again, but he had 23. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? So right, and, right. And, and he was super consistent, mid-range jumper, driving to the lane, playing defense, playing hard. What you want out of a guy coming off the bench. So I love that move for L.A. Uh, keeping him so, but uh, to the Ram, uh, the Van Fleet move, brilliant move for them, man. Toronto looked like they might be in a lottery uh, next year, Chris. 
Yeah, and they signed Pirtle, you know, for t- four years, eighty million. Yeah, um, you know, they still got Siakam there, and, and I knew Nobi. There's talk that they might move them. How about to say you think Siakam um, gets moved by the trade deadline? Because his I name's been in, his teams, name's been in trades for two yeah, years, and there are teams that would like him. Yes, if, look, if they move him, then just start all over. Oh yeah, and that's where I don't. I mean, see what you can get for Pirtle because mm. he's got some value. He can rebound. He yep. can rim protect. You know. Um, but yeah, Lakers, I like it. Rui, you know, they're running it back. They were good last year. Um, Gabe Vincent, I like him. Um, you that know, he's a guy that can kind of yeah, it hurts him. But you know, they 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 got Tyler Hero back. So all right, we got a, an hour left. It's Chris Broussard, VJ Husky, the Odd Couple. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 